the most powerful law in the universe is unquestionably gravity. No argument. One, the second one that's a close second is the power of reciprocity. You know, do unto others as you want them to do unto you, or do favors for people that are meaningful. And guess what? It's going to come back to you. That would be my career advice. Welcome to the Ziggler Show, where we inspire your true performance. I'm your host, Kevin Miller. In this show, we are back with Larry North, our guest from show 583, where we talked through his story and why and how he made up his own rules. Great talk. Well, this, though, is our habits show, and we go behind the scenes with Larry into his personal habits for success, following, of course, the seven spokes in the Ziggler Wheel of Life. Being a celebrity name in health, wellness, and fitness, you'll be interested to hear him say that even with all his health clubs, good nutrition, uh, is what he, uh, he really gives the, the, the benefit towards for accounting to 90% of success results. Uh, and he's proud to not be busy is an interesting thing that we come up with in the show as well. Hey, you can connect with Larry, uh, more at Larry North Uh, but a really great conversation before we dive in, I've got a f- couple great resources for you. Okay, then here we go with Larry North and his habits for success. All right, Larry, it's always fun to do a show, uh, do the habit show with a guy like you, because I know you've got some healthy habits. You built your livelihood on it. And so just to honor who you are, we get to start off with the first spoke, which is physical. Uh, I know you do a little working out. So tell us about what you do on the physical side for your wellness you know, I, I practice what I preach. So uh, you, you know, a lot of people would think that I spend hours in the gym and uh, maybe to some I look like I do. And I hope I do. And I look that uh, I view that as a compliment. But also I subscribe to no pain is gain versus no pain, no gain. Okay. But I, I believe that my body and your body thrives on consistency and regularity. So what that means to me is I have identified the ideal time for my body to exercise and when and how often. So for me, that's five times a week. Uh, While I own exceptional health clubs, I happen to live very close to an old school bodybuilding gym that's right around the corner from my house. And that's where I work out. And it's actually nice for me because it's hard for me to work out in my own clubs because my brain is firing. I'm looking, are the treadmills working? Are people attentive? Are people friendly? Are people coming in late? I just got, and then I'm, I'm, I'm a maitre d'. I'm saying hi to everybody and patting backs and you know, letting people know that I'm, I'm present. In fact, I, I make sure there's not one person in the gym, in my own gym, that I don't say hello to. But yeah. going back to my workout is I am a big student and big believer in that weights work. They shape, they contour, they build your body, they help build your metabolism. So uh, my workout consists of uh, a treadmill where I do it just enough to get results, but enough where I can also uh, do uh, my texting and my emails and write my blogs and write ideas and do some social media posts. So within an hour of, of, of on, on a treadmill, I've actually gotten a lot of work done in my brain. My, my endorphins are going. And then I lift weights uh, really usually never last more than 45 minutes. So uh, that's my workout. That's my physical side. How about on the nutritional side? What's happening there? It's, let me just tell you, the nutrition's, it, it, if it's not, 
70, it might be 90% of your results. You know, I tell people you could walk for an hour very uh, aggressively and you'll burn an entire lean cuisine. You've got to eat your way to a beautiful body. You've got to eat your way to a healthy body. So my nutrition is pretty, uh, it's a clean eating program at the moment, uh, probably cleaner than I've eaten in a long time because my wife and I are on a pinky swear because we're getting our beach bodies ready for these several beach trips we have and we do it together. So my eating program is meal frequency. So I, I, I'll eat every three to four hours. Uh, usually, and, and look at look at it like this. There's a simple way to approach it, and I approach it this way every day. You eat off a round plate, so let's call it a pie chart. In that chart, you could break it up into a third, a third, a third of where it's protein, a good quality protein in one compartment, a good quality vegetable, you know, just a fibrous vegetable. Now, the other compartment can be sort of divided, where you can have a healthy fat and maybe a little bit of starchy carb. As I've gotten older, I find that my body responds a little bit better to a little bit more healthier fat, less starchy carb. When I was younger, it responded just the opposite. Mm. Now, that being said, what does one of my meals look like? So uh, my morning meal was actually an egg white frittata with two poached eggs and uh, a, a half an avocado and some steamed uh, spinach which was, and it looked delicious. It, it just looked good. My next meal will probably be uh, six to eight ounces of grilled chicken breast, some more avocado and some grilled broccoli off, off the grill. So that's what those meals look like. I drink lots of water. I mean, there's a lot of things I do that we've always heard to do, but one of the things I really stay away from is sugary type beverages or caloric beverages and all kinds of processed foods. Now, again, part of being older in my 20s and 30s, I didn't have a whole lot of inflammation in my body. But as you get into your 40s, 50s, 60s, you do develop inflammation. Yeah. So sugars and things of that nature. So uh, I'm a student of nutrition. I've written books on the subject. So the eating program is very important to me. And it's important to have good, solid eating habits. So like on day one, if you're just listening, and maybe you don't, on day one, just today, just add one healthy meal to your current program versus out, cutting out an entire category of food on day one. Well, I'll take advantage of having you on the show here right now because anything in the fitness world right now, the latest fads, intermittent fasting. So tell us tell us your viewpoint on that. You know what? It, for, remember my audience. If, I was, if my audience was a bunch of super lean fitness competitors, it'd probably be worth the discussion. Okay. But my audience, is, they're, they're school teachers and firemen and police officers and businessmen and women that are just looking to be able to lose some weight. And so the fasting is not going to make that much difference. So I tell people, I do intermittently fast. I fast from the time I go to sleep to the time I wake up. And I fast in between each one of my meals from every two to four hours <laughs> is, is my right. fasting. Right. Now, if you're an athlete, if you're if you're striving to go from single digit body fat to lower single digit body fat, I would suggest doing some intermittent fasting. You, you probably would have some 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 results that your body might not have gotten otherwise. Okay, got it. All right, next spoke is family. I know you're married. I know you got kids. I know you got grandkids now, or at least one that I, that one. I saw one. Okay. The there tail. you go. All right. And, uh, and, 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 a, and a few pets as well, but tell us about family. So you're a busy guy. What are the, the challenges or, or, and, and the habits that you employ those consistent things to keep your family 
relationships healthy? One thing I, I want to just make a small correction. I'm, I'm not very busy, although I do a lot. I, I just am not busy. Uh, I've, I've never felt overwhelmed or, or so busy that I can't pick up the phone and, and call someone that's important to me. So I'm going to do, with your permission, I'm going to put family and meaningful relationships in the same box. Please. May I do that? Yes, sir. So one of the things that I do, who's been a, a, an influence, who's, who's probably someone that's been on your show is Bob Bodine. Oh yeah. He wrote the book, The Power of Who. I, I, I personally love Bob. Yeah. And one of the things that I had done prior to meeting Bob, but I do it even more now is I make sure that the people that I love and care about, sometimes they need to hear it be it in a text, be it on a voicemail, or be it in person. So I'm, I, I'm big into high connectivity. I just inherently know when it's time to reach out to someone that I care about and love. And I do it a lot. And, and just, I, you can't say it enough. I, I tell my wife I love her 10 times a day. I, I let my brothers know. My, my brothers mean a lot to me. And I have two completely different relationships with them. We're on a brother text thread. We text every day. There's, we, we share a goofy video, a picture, a political statement, a, a, a selfie uh, to encourage each other. And my mother, I mean, my mom is my biggest fan, my biggest supporter. So it's important that, that I reach out to her and just let her know that, you know, she just wants to know that her, her, she wants to feel safe. Yeah. So making her feel safe and doing that, the things that bring me so much joy were things that weren't on my radar screen as a younger person. So joy is feeling good inside. Joy is bringing my dog to the dog park. Joy is uh, watching my dog and cat play with each other in the way that they do, that it just makes me smile and laugh. So I just believe in strong connectivity with my family, with my relationships. And again, they go very deep. People that I've gone to grade school with, junior high, high school, college, uh, people that I've worked with, people that used to work for me but went on to bigger and better things. I, I'm just really big in, in communicating. Before there were cell phones, I had Rolodexes. And in those Rolodexes, I reached out to people. So uh, I just believe family is just important. And, and I'm also the patriarch in my family. So I'm, 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 I'm Big Lair. You know, everyone knows me as Big Lair. Mm -hmm. So uh, Big Lair has got to be, be present. Got it. Got it. All right. How about mental? Uh, that spoke, I mean, obviously to stay sharp mentally, what do you do to feed yourself there? You know, that's a great question. So for my mental focus, uh, again, I'm sort of a proud old school guy, uh, you know, with all the technology we have, my post-it notes and my things to do, people to call, uh, I tend to write things down on a daily basis, just things that I need to do, uh, things that are important to me, but then I'm able to transfer that into technology. I like staying up on current events. I like reading. I like Googling, uh, famous quotes. I, I just, I, I find myself, I get in a rhythm of just being able to reach out and discover things that are important to me uh, on an intellectual basis. And I stay very in tune. Like I'm not really into sports that much anymore, but I'm into sports enough that I can carry on a conversation and sound like I know what I'm talking about if I'm in that circle of friends. So I, I stay very current. Got it. 
Next book is financial. And I know as you talked about your early story of starting off and signing a lease with nothing and growing up in a family that uh, didn't have money then. And now I assume you're, uh, you're not doing too poorly, but tell us about some of the financial habits. Maybe you employed in the past that helped you get to where you are and, and maybe some of the ones you do today yeah. as well. Well, I, I'm going to be very uh, transparent with you. Uh, I've made millions of dollars and lost millions of dollars through divorce, through some bad investments, and then made millions again through good investments and being astute with my money. So luckily for me now, and again, that's part of just sometimes you have to lose things to appreciate them. And uh, entrepreneurs very often uh, go out of business more than once. Uh, I've had restaurants that, that went out of business. I've had other businesses that have gone out of business. But what I've learned now is you, you know, saving money and not spending above your means and being very, very wise with your money. In the previous show we did, we talked about the millionaire next door. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, listen, I do things. I never buy a new car. Why? Because it's a bad investment. Mm-hmm. I go and get a used car that's a great deal. Uh, I don't spend... Uh, I, 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 my wife and I will shop at Neiman Marcus occasionally, but that's not where I buy my suits. I buy my suits from either a, a tailor that gives me a great deal or someone uh, or a place like men's warehouse. Uh, so there's just little things that start to add up. And then the other thing that's real important is to be a happy taxpayer. See, if I'm having to write a big check to the, to the government, I don't like it, but I do it knowing that I couldn't do that if I didn't make the money to begin with. So, uh, yeah. so, uh, there's just certain things you just have to, to do. And, uh, that is one of them. All right. I, uh, that's good for us all to hear. It's tax season. So thank you for that. And thanks to these sponsors for bringing us today's show. Next spoke is spiritual, the faith side of your life. Tell me what's happening there. Well, that's a great question. So my, my father was the most spiritually empty human being you've ever met. He mm-hmm. didn't believe in God. He, he didn't believe in an afterlife. He didn't, he, as he said, we, every time we drove past the cemetery in his thick Brooklyn ah, kid, that's where you end up. You're going to end up six feet under eaten by worms. And that's the end of your life. He really believed that. And he would tell me that my mother was raised Jewish, uh, not Orthodox, but but Jewish nonetheless. And I always joke, if you Google Jewish mother, I think my mother's video pops up <laughs> saying, have you heard from my son Larry? He hasn't called me in two hours. Please reach out to him, make sure he's okay. But then my wife is, what she does is uh, deep meditations. She is so spiritual. She prays every night. And I questioned my spirituality growing up because it was not the best of circumstances in the Mm. beginning. And so I had a lot of questions, but I don't question it anymore. I have a a deep belief in God. I have a deep belief in miracles. Mm. I have a deep belief in the importance of prayer and meditation, I think is extremely important. And I, I, I also have a deep belief in other people's belief. So, you know, it doesn't matter what, what they believe in. Is I, I would say it doesn't really matter what you believe in as long as you believe in something. 
Amen. All right. Next one is career. And you've had an incredibly varied and prolific uh, career in, in different areas, just like you talked about different businesses, different pursuits, but what is a, let's say a guiding light that has kept you on a good path career wise? Well, you know, and I think Zig maybe has quoted this, that, uh, you, it takes 20 years to be an overnight success yeah. and 20 minutes to lose it all. And so for me, I tend to wake up every day feeling like I've accomplished nothing so that I can start all over again and take nothing for granted because I have dealt with loss both prior to my career, uh, during my career. And I know that loss will come about again in some form or shape. So I think remaining hmm. extremely humble is very important career wise. Uh, and don't let your success turn into arrogance and cockiness, uh, is what I would tell most anybody. But in terms of career, you know, again, going back to the earlier show and you just show up early, leave late, volunteer, have a happy to do it attitude with sincerity. So when people of either in business or outside of business ask you for something that's meaningful, happy to do it. I am happy to do it. My pleasure. Because the more you give, the, the, the power, the, the, it's like this. The most powerful law in the universe is unquestionably gravity. Mm -hmm. No argument. One, the second one that's a close second is the power of reciprocity. You know, do unto others as you want them to do unto you or do favors for people that are meaningful. And guess what? It's going to come back to you. That would be my career advice. That's a quote right there. Last spoke here, Larry, is personal. This is the stuff that you do for you. It's what fills you, gives you joy. I mean, all these things, there's pieces of them, but this is, you know, a couple of things you do, maybe a hobby, maybe the th thing you do for fun or for play, but the things that you do to keep yourself in high spirits. Yeah. Um, I'm, you know, I, I, again, I think it's the stages of, of, a, of, of a man or woman's life. Yeah. So I'm in an interesting stage right now. And I, this is going to sound so different. I, I, I hesitate to say odd because it might be a little bit odd. But one of the things, because I'm in my car a lot, because in North Texas, you're driving everywhere. I've got gyms that are spread out. I've got business relationships that are spread out. I, I, I do like my car. I've never been a car aficionado, but I, I, I drive a Tesla. So I have a really cool sound system. And remember, I worked in bars when I was younger, and I was highly influenced by old school R&B and disco music. Mm -hmm. And I put this music on, and I get into this sort of karaoke lip-syncing vibration in my car, and I just get into this deep, wonderful thought of goodness and joy and happiness and thinking and just it's it's this it's this ball of meditation and I'm disco dancing and I'm just into the music. I know the words to every single song and I feel like I'm performing to the world and I do it every single day. It's sort of like my my feel good moment that I share with me. Nobody else. No one. You're the only people I've ever shared this with. My my wife doesn't even know that I do this. But I did it this morning on the way to introducing a keynote speaker. Uh, and it just got me in this great move. And 
it just makes me think and that that's my own special thing and i, I would add that i i just enjoy lifting weights and now my new thing is just holding that that grandbaby as well too Okay. Well, you're a man after my own heart with that story right there. And I love that the quote you said, feel good moment. I only share with me. Um, that's, that <laughs> is, awesome, man. I love it. Thank you. Hey, thank you for letting us go behind the scenes, get more of your story and see what, what really makes you tick. And, uh, I got to say out of all that, I, I really appreciate you saying that you're not that busy that's a testimony we all need to hear because that's like that's a disease we have right now so thank well, you well let me tell you this yeah. if and if a long time ago so there's an organization called young presidents organization it's called ypo you might have heard of it yeah. and we had a a sub group called the forum within that group it who was in that group one of them is now the ceo of 7-eleven one has the largest healthcare brokerage in the state of Texas. One is a son of a multi a multi-billionaire. Uh, some of these, these same people, we were together for many years. And one of the things we said, we met once a month for over 10 years. And rule number one is you could never come to the meeting in your update and say that you're busy because hmm. we're all somewhat busy but we're never too busy to do the things that are important. If you believe you are, you're lying. And you, you, you just, or, or either you're lying or you're just a terrible time manager. So either become a better time manager and realizing that, there's, that, 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 that when you say you're too busy to do anything, it's just, it's just an excuse that doesn't fly. The person that you're telling it to may nod their head or, or, or not say anything, but they don't believe you because no one's too busy. And certainly uh, no one should ever to be too busy. Like th this, th I couldn't wait to do your show. It didn't no matter how busy I could have been, I was going to make sure I could carve out as much time. And by the way, Kevin, if you said you had needed three hours, I would have done three hours. Mm. I would have done whatever you needed. So, and, and I would tell you, if there's one take home between first show and second show, don't tell yourself that you're ever too busy because you're not. Okay. There we go. Well, that's a stamp to end on right there. Larry, thank you again. Thank you for the time that you gave us. Thank you mostly for the heart and the passion uh, that you've given us today. I know uh, everyone, tens of thousands of people will hear this and they are now far more inspired when they started the show. Thanks well, for you're, giving you're, your gift. You're awesome. And I feel like you, you allowed my DNA to light up with the Zig Ziglar family. So I, I'm just thrilled to that. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Well, friends, I hope that this helped inspire you with ideas and motivation for your own habits for success. Again, you can connect with Larry at LarryNorthFitness.com. And if you got value from the show, will you let Larry know specifically, leave a review in iTunes and let him know what you appreciated about his message. And if you would hit the subscribe button while you're there, so you make sure to catch all of our shows here. I'll tell you what's coming up in our next show after I share a couple great resources. All right. Well, coming up next in show 586, we hear from Zig Ziglar on having tangible hopes that fuel your daily 
and your motivations, your daily activities that give you, again, that motivation to take necessary daily actions. I mean, a lot of us have desires that we don't always take action. And it's often because we aren't really clear on the motives or our motives aren't strong enough. Well, Zig really hits on the reality that it's near impossible to have any real joy in anything if we don't have true hope. But again, not just mere desire, but hope to the degree of actual expectations that fuel our daily actions. It's a really key point in our personal and business growth. Well, on that note, it's a one and a half minute message from Zig. I took uh, and asked the question on Facebook, what are you looking forward to right now that is a daily motivation? Honestly, the replies were just inspiring. I didn't really realize the extent to which hearing others' literal hopes that they're working on right now would be so inspiring and motivating. Well, so till then, thank you, as always, for letting me walk with you as we inspire our true performance together 